7.23 on the Friday edition of Jacksonville's Morning News. Headed into game day weekend. The Jags taking on the Steelers tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at the bank. You can watch a game on Fox 30 WFOX if you're not going to be going to the bank. Keys to what to look for in this third preseason game with Action Sports Jackson's Brent Martineau. And, you know, typically, Brent, the third preseason game is when the starters get most of the playing time. Is there still competition for some key positions? That's a great question. I think uh, from a starting standpoint, you're looking at right tackle, which has been a constant battle. It's going to be a huge game for Jawan Taylor and Walker Little because both have played pretty well. So who's going to win the starting job? I think that comes out of Saturday night's game, quite frankly, maybe a little bit in the practices next week against Atlanta. But we do have a battle brewing at the left guard spot. All of a sudden, Ben Barch and Tyler Shatley are competing. It looked like it was Tyler Shatley's job. So Two positions, two starting positions on the offensive line, certainly up for grabs, it appears, over the next few days, if not tomorrow night being the deciding night. Outside of that, the rest is all roster bubble kind of competition. And meanwhile, the Jaguars are just looking for that first-team offense and defense to look like they did for a little bit last week against the Cleveland Browns to keep building momentum. Yeah, I think that's a key, and I, I was uh, listening to you guys on ESPN 690 throughout the week, and it didn't sound like there was sharpness necessarily with Trevor Lawrence and some of the offensive starters. Have you seen that turn around in the last uh, half of this week? Yeah, I think they had a rough practice uh, middle of the week, and it was by far their worst practice for the offense. Now, Meanwhile, the defense has been pretty steady most of the way, so that's something to keep an eye on. I think it could be the early strength of this football team. And I just don't think we should hit the panic button on Trevor Lawrence and the Jags offense. That day, they just didn't play very well. But overall, I think in camp, they've taken a big step. So there's a lot of momentum right now, a lot of confidence. And I think that's what's important about tomorrow night. This has been a fun week to talk about the Jags for the most part, coming off that Friday performance with their first teamers. Can they do it again so we can get another week going up to Atlanta and finishing off this preseason? And maybe this city and franchise feels pretty good going into 2022. You mentioned fun, Brent. What what do you look for in terms of the fun factor with this team? Is it just snappy moving the ball down the field and actually getting into that competitive zone of uh, being able to try to uh, at least get in the end zone more often? Or is there more fun we're looking for with this club? Yeah, I think there could be a lot of wrinkles. First of all, Doug Peterson's an offensive guy, and I think he knows what he's doing as a play caller. So you can rely on that. You can trust that. And how will he divvy up the football? How will he make everyone happy? The Jags have a lot of different styles on offense. They have playmakers on offense. We do not say that a lot over the years about the Jaguars. They're usually pretty one-dimensional play-action pass. I think you're going to see a lot of different plays, creativity, and there will be different guys making plays this this fall for the Jaguars. So for me, that's kind of exciting. I feel like I don't know who's going to lead this team in receiving. Who's going to touch the ball the most? And I think that's pretty entertaining for the Jaguars' offense. First time I've seen that in 15 years, Rich. How entertaining and uh, maybe how intimidating, perhaps, has it been this week having Clay Harbor in your studio and kind of having to suck in the gut and look like you're puffed out a little bit because that dude is a, an Adonis. Yeah, no, no doubt. I don't even try. That's the thing. You just, you just don't worry uh, at all. But uh, it was fun having Clay Harbor. And, you know, it's crazy. Clay Harbor, for, for those who don't know, he played tight end in the league for eight years, different teams, played with Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady, and then played here in Jacksonville for a few seasons, too. And he was on the Bachelorette, and I'm not a Bachelorette expert. But we go out to training camp, and they're happy to see Clay and a lot of familiar faces. He played for Doug Peterson in Philadelphia. He's got old friends here in Jacksonville. Tyler Shatley was his teammate, actually, here in Jacksonville, the only leftover. 
But then there's the cheerleaders and everyone else that go up to Clay Harbor because they know him from the Bachelorette. I mean, he's a rock star. I had to pull him away from from any female out there at training camp taking pictures about the Bachelorette. I like that you're not a Bachelorette expert. We we just need to qualify no. that, okay? No. By the way, Clay Harbor will be joining us uh, Wednesdays in the fall and. Well, we will give out a final rose on that show, 4 p.m. until 5 p.m. Uh, on ESPN 690. You say you're not an expert and you know the rose. Come on <laughs> well, now. i got to know the rose. I mean, you got to be under a rock if you don't know the rose, right? <laughs> All right, man. Enjoy the game tomorrow. We'll be listening in 3 to 6 this afternoon on ESPN 690. Brent, thanks as always, man.